Welcome to the Double Barrel Show. We talk about what we know. Some is scripted, some off the cuff. And we talk about movies and stuff. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double Barrel Show with me, Ben Bernard Smith, and my co host, Jamie Sullivan-Thwaites. Hello, everybody. And on this week's episode, we are going to... I'm going to review Cars 3, but first, we are going to discuss the Shrek franchise. So let's get started. Now it's time for Barrel Number 1. So, Jamie, when was the last time you saw a Shrek film? Hmm... Properly where I've actually sat down to watch it probably was the fourth one, I think. The first time I saw it, which was whenever it premiered, I think, on BBC One, one Christmas. Okay, yeah. So that that was a while ago now. That was probably, what, like four years ago? Mm-hmm. Around that. I'm not quite sure. Maybe even further back. No, no. Uh, oh, yeah, on TV, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the, the actual premiere on BBC One, I believe it was on Christmas Day, and that was Shrek the fourth or Shrek goes forth no Shrek the fourth Shrek forever after alright oh, <laughs> okay completely yeah. different title yeah that was the last time that I actually sat down and was like I'm going to watch Shrek okay yeah well I recently watched um, uh, the uh, all the films all the way through and also the spin off uh, movie Puss in Boots and also all the short films that they'd made uh, mm-hmm. connected to the Shrek universe uh, Jamie could you just get up um, the uh, like uh, just uh, information of release dates and things of Shrek. Yeah, I will do. So for me, I remember uh, when I was younger, um, when I was very little—not very little, but like I don't know about. Well, we'll work out when we when we find out how what year the, the the first Shrek film came out. But I remember me and my sister were quite excited about the prospect of Shrek as a movie. I'd a guess. I'm going to say 2003. Let's see if I'm right. I oh my! It's older than that. 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. So I was nine, um, and my sister was a couple, few years older, uh, and we were quite excited about the idea of Shrek because um, it looked quite quite an entertaining movie. And one day we were passing our local blockbuster, and we asked if we could, our mum and dad, if we can go in and get like um, get it out. And they, you know, were like, "Oh, uh, maybe at another, maybe at another time." And this was almost Christmas time, and then. It got to Christmas and we realised that we'd got it on video, uh, so that was that was nice. And we watched the film, and I just thought it was great, really funny, entertaining movie. Uh, and if you've never seen Shrek before, Shrek is uh, he's an ogre. He lives in a fairy tale world uh, on, in a swamp, and he doesn't want to be disturbed. But the people from uh, the local um, kingdom they come and try and uh, kill him try and get him to, to leave but he just scares them away um, and um, the the plot involves him and this this donkey character called Donkey having to go um, and rescue a princess for Lord Farquaad to marry um, and uh, their mm. adventures with her Princess Fiona and um, eventually hit Shrek and her uh, because she has a, a, a ogre form, they uh, get married at the end of the movie, and, and the rest of the film films are sort of their life together and uh, what they what they um, get up to. So, when did you see the first movie? 
I don't I don't think I saw it at the cinema. I think I got it perhaps a year after. So around two thousand two maybe. And I think mm. my dad got it me on video. Right. I think and I what I, I remember watching it then. I really liked it and then then somehow I also acquired a DVD. I know I acquired the DVD because I remember there was I don't know why I remember this, but one of the bonus features was like you could make you had different body parts from all the different characters and you could make them how you wanted. So you could get Lord Farquaad's head on Trek's body or something. I don't know. Right. But that okay. that kept me entertained for many, many hours. But um Yeah, back then I really, 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 really I loved it. I thought it was great. But yeah, that was probably the first time I saw it, it was about a year after it came out. Right, yeah. And then what about the second movie? I saw that twice at the cinema. Wow. Yeah, because I, I, I remember there was, I went with my dad, my uncle and my cousin. And we all went because my uncle and my dad wanted to see it as well, even though they were like like nearly 40. And they were like, yeah, let's go and see Shrek. Uh, I think it was them that were pushing to see it more than us, if I recall. Um, so we saw that and that was my personal favourite film was Shrek. Two, my personal favorite. I don't know if it's generally perceived as the best. Uh, and then, and then I saw it again with my mum. I think she wants to go and see it. So yeah, I saw that twice. Right. I think I saw I saw it maybe just once, but um, we were in a little. Me and my family were on holiday in a little village, and they had like a really old style cinema, um, and it was on at that point. So we one night we went and watched it, and um, yeah, and I just I loved it. Uh, I mean. It, I think I potentially I like both of them just as much as each other the first and the second movies because they're, they're very good they're very good and they're very different because what the second film does is it expands the world and it it it, it, it um <clears throat> it grows the characters in a very meaningful way um mm-hmm. it it helps you know Shrek to really realize he's married and and they they have to go to the kingdom of far far away uh, where Fiona's parents are king and queen, um, and they have to come to terms with the fact that their daughter is now fully ogre all the time, and um, she is married an ogre, um, and it grows the characters and it, it, it and I think it the reason why it works is it expands the world in a very meaningful sense and a way that really fits with the with the first film. Um, and it, it feels very different to to the the, the first film, um, and I think this is one of the problems with the third film. But we'll get onto that in a minute. When was the first time you saw the Shrek the Third, Jamie? Um, well, let me have a look. The Shrek the Third came out in two thousand and seven, which is kind of a, a bit of a gap. And mm. we'd have, obviously because we were going from children to teenagers. I feel like I'd aged quite a lot. My taste in films had changed. I don't. I didn't. I had no interest in seeing it at the cinema. Mm. I didn't see it at the cinema, and uh, I honestly don't think I've seen it all the way oh, through. right. You don't think you've seen it at all? Well, I remember Dad watching it somehow without me watching it, and um, he was really, like he said, it was horrendous. He just really didn't like it at all compared to the first and second. So I remember instantly, the only, like, a rev- like I take my dad's opinions on films, like, you know, I, I think they're, they're all right. So when he said... Oh no! This is an absolutely terrible film. I was kind of like, you know, like obviously, then even I didn't really want to go and see it anyway. And then I added that kind of review from my dad. It was kind of like a really like, well, what's the point? And then I remember it. It was on one Christmas, and I sat down to watch it, and 
my attention. Whatever was happening in the house that Christmas was more interesting than Shrek the like the third one. Shrek, oh, it's yeah. Shrek the third. That's why I called it Shrek the fourth. Yeah. So it's yeah, Shrek the third. And I just remember being like really not at all bothered about the plot. I remember there was a university involved, yeah. and then there was just was Justin Timberlake in it or something. Yeah, he was Prince. He was Prince, yeah, like Prince Arthur. And I, all I remember was really like oh yeah, like really just like uh, like. There was something about the Shrek franchise, something happened to it, I can't put my finger on it, but it just turned into like a weird, like a soap opera that I didn't care about, because it all sort of like, all these characters like that knew each other, and they all had like kids and everything, and I don't know, I got really like, I just want to see Shrek and Donkey go on like an adventure, and it got really like, oh, I don't care, yeah. I don't know, that's where it went, uh, I just stopped watching it, I, I didn't make it through to the end of that film. Well, I first saw um, Shrek the Third. In, I did see it in the cinema. I went and watched to watch it. I remember being insanely excited for it. And then the re- but before I went and saw it, the reviews started coming in, and people were saying it's really not that great. Uh, and the original, the director from the first two films didn't direct the third film. Ah, uh, oh, that's interesting. So right, so the di- it was the same director for the first two films. Yeah, that's very interesting and because then, uh, they he- do feel very similar. He kept um, he kept on as, as an executive producer, but um, I, I, you know, it, obviously that didn't help. Uh, there, there was another factor, which was that I think somebody else died during the making of the third film, which who, who was quite an influential uh, person. Okay. Um, I can't remember who that was, but uh, yeah. I heard it wasn't very good. I was hoping that people being overcritical went and saw it, realised it, it wasn't that great. I, I think for me, the big problem is is it seems... It relies too heavily on the second movie. And in the, in the first film, you have a really great villain. You have Lord Farquaad. He's just great. He's really, really... He's a funny sort of pantomime villain. Um, yeah. And he he takes himself so seriously, but no one else does, and it's just so great. And in the second film, you have uh, the fairy godmother, um, and uh, she's also brilliant. She's also sort of like a pantomime villain. Oh, definitely, yeah. I'd say them two really are. Uh, Lord Farquaad's amazing. I love how he turns up on his horse, where he's got those like he's in a suit of armor, and he looks like a really tall, slender man. Yeah. And then he someone has to like one of his knights, I think, has to lift him up, and then you realize that the legs are just there for fancy, and that he's got tiny little legs yeah. that he just puts inside the armor. It's just stuff like that. It's just really good. It's just it's brilliant, and like. And the the Frey Godmother in the second film, she she's just really, just oh, just evil. Like you can tell mm. that she's just completely out for herself. But and and obviously her son is Prince Charming, and he yeah. he's a great sort of extra character that you you really don't want to succeed. No, you don't. Um, but it's funny though because he's like he's like still like a child whenever he's around there. Yeah. Like because as soon as he, his mum arrives, he like just turns into like a little kid, and then he, they, they go through the. I think they they're on like this uh, horse and cart, and then they have to go through like the McDonald's drive-through. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that about the second one. How they kind of the the far far away is like Los Angeles, isn't it? And it, yes, they, it is. They, yeah. they really show how fake. It's, it's kind Hollywood. Of, is it? It's Hollywood basically. Yeah. So they t- and they take the mick out of how fake it is, and how there's like all these Starbucks and things everywhere. Everything's got a different name, but you know what it's meant to be. Yeah, and I remember yeah. even as a kid, like I got, I understood that, like yeah. I got what they were trying to do, and I really, I liked that. Like I thought it was quite funny how they had it was mirroring our world and everything. It was really cool. I, I loved those first few films. 
Well, I think part of the reason why the third film doesn't work is because they Prince Charming is the villain, and he's just not very good. He he doesn't work as a full villain. No. Um, and I think that's the first problem. The second issue is that it, it doesn't really know what to. It has a. It has so many things going on. It, it lacks focus, and nothing that's happening can really be fleshed out properly. You've got Fire Away. Uh, the, you've got the Kingdom of Fire, Fire Away. You've got the 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 school that they go, have to go and find uh, Prince Arthur in. Um, and I think part of the reason why the second film worked so well is because they started somewhere and then they instantly went to somewhere new and that's where the film really the film really explored the world of far far away and what the the third film should have done is it should have um created a sort of extra like maybe island off of far far away where this school was and the island had its own characteristics and maybe they focused almost entirely on this school and had made made the school like an american high school like you know and really really focused on that it also lacks transformation. Um, apart from near the end, uh, Donkey and Puss get like have, have their their minds switched into each other's bodies. Right. Apart from that, it lacks uh, the transformation that y- you have in the first film with Fiona going from uh, human to Shrek uh, to ogre form. And in the second film, you have both Shrek and Fiona going from ogre to human and then back to ogre again. And the third film lacks that, and I think what they should have done is maybe had them become children to then go into the into the school, and that would have created an extra like an, an extra element that that um, a beat that that is lacking from that film that you had in the first two. Um, perhaps I, I think that that might have helped, but um, but there are elements of the third film I like, and when I rewatched it recently, I realised part of the reason I didn't like like it when I first watched it was because. I saw the trailer uh, or trailers for the film quite a, a lot before going and seeing it and it had like all of the good jokes in it so I'd already seen all those good jokes yeah um, so I didn't find it that entertaining so even though it's a mixed bag I did actually relatively enjoy some parts of the film but some of the parts are just really dull and dry and it just it needed so many more drafts I think before going into production yeah I don't know I don't even think I I don't even think I like the fourth one yeah so let's go on to the fourth one so I saw the fourth one in um, uh, well whatever I I went and saw it at the cinema as well Um, and my issue with the fourth one is that it's a, a alternate universe story and I think those are always a bit those those never really work for me oh. unless it's an episode of a TV series where there's so many stories. If it's one of four stories, the reason I don't like it is because it has no consequence on the world on the world. Because at the end, the only thing that's changed is the main character, and that's it. Yeah, I know what you're saying, uh, but I know why they did it. Because, well, I'm guessing because they had criticism of the third one, of course. And they realised that, and I think they wanted to go back to the, what made the first one really good, which is yeah. obviously just Shrek and Donkey on this adventure. So that's why they kind of changed reality, and then it was a fo- focus really on them mainly, didn't it? Mm. So that's honestly why they did it. Um, 
So that's good, but I don't think they needed to kind of, yeah, do an alternative reality just to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, when, when did you see it? Did you? Oh, yeah, you you said you saw it. Um, yeah, it was the last time I watched Shrek. Yeah, it was yeah. Uh, watched it one Christmas. Can't, I can't yeah. remember what Christmas it came out on, but yeah, um, I don't know. I just don't know if it'll, I'll ever enjoy it like I enjoyed the first two films. Just because they were so different, it's kind of like Shrek isn't different anymore. We know what it's all about. Um, yeah, and I, again, seen... I, I don't care about the, the the greater universe that it's in. Really, I only cared really about the small group of characters. But then they've added different layers to it somehow, and I'm like, not that bothered. I've seen um, some criticism for Shrek generally over the years that it's um, that it was very much of the time it was created and it's lost its appeal. Um, but I mean, really? I watch I watch it the first two films again, and I, I think they're great, and I really. But what... really like them but I, what yeah, would the make it of the time um the in jokes the apparently people find the um the animation style isn't very nice um everyone does look a bit like an ugly bloke yeah <laughs> which is but i don't know if that was just because that's just the style they did it in or if it was the technology maybe uh, i mean i was looking at shrek and thinking he's really a bad character design like Really, I never, re- I never saw that when I originally watched it. But I, I mean, I, but I, I, I don't know if that's a bad thing that I look at him and think you're a bad yeah. character design. Because the point is, off. he's an ugly ogre. That's yeah. the point. Even donkeys' proportions are all a bit weird. But I thought that was the whole point. That everything's just a bit odd. A yeah, bit off. Maybe. I don't know, but um, <coughs> maybe maybe it is of its time. I don't know. There is there. It's absolutely full of. Uh, references to pop culture but things that were at the time like American Idol they they reference quite a bit and stuff like that Simon Cowell is in the second one isn't he comes in at the end Uh, um, it's a little short called Far Far Away Idol ah (coughs) no I swear does he not come in at the credits uh, like a cameo Maybe it's just because it plays directly maybe, afterwards on the DVD maybe, version. Maybe, maybe ever so, maybe ever so briefly. I can't remember. I know that they do. Um, Puss and Donkey sing. Um, uh, you know, she's into superstition. Yeah, okay. they sing that. So maybe he's briefly in it, and then after that, like the, the, there's a little short that is set after that called Far Far Away Idol. Um, but but even so, it, it is kind of full of that kind of stuff where yes, maybe is, now yeah. little kids wouldn't get it like we got it when we were kids yeah. because these things well we might still find it funny because we remember it all but it might be lost on a few people which you tend to find with comedies I mean sometimes I watch old British comedies like Only Fools and they'll say something I'm like yeah that's that was definitely a joke for back then I have no idea what they're, they're even referencing there like TV yeah. programs or celebrities from the time and I'm having a similar experience at the moment because I'm re-watching The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Oh, right, okay. Occasionally, like, say, you know, you know, Will Smith will say good morning, blah, 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 to, some, to, to uh, Carlton when he's doing something. And everyone will laugh and I'll think, I, I don't know who that person is. And I'm sure if I did know, I would that look at Carlton and think, he looks like him yeah. today. Or he's doing or, something that was topical to that character. Or somebody um, comes into the house and all the audience go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, who, who's that? Yeah. <laughs> but... But it doesn't negate the quality of the of the narrative. Oh because no, no, no! 
if the characters are still uh, appealing, the story's still good, yeah. then it, it's still something enjoyable. And I think with um, the Shrek movies, the first two at least, um, that is still the case. Um, but I think, to, to, to be honest, I, I think it suffered what happened throughout DreamWorks at that time was that they were starting to just make dribble. They were just starting to, to mass-produce movies that were cute and cuddly, like B-movie and Over the Hedge and stuff like that, where the, the they weren't that ambitious. They they were made mainly for children, um, and I think that rubbed off on the Shrek movies, even though the Shrek movies were you know, heavily for, I think, for adults as just as much as children. Um and I, I, yeah, I, I think the Shrek films weren't able to escape that. And then they did the spin-off Puss in Boots movie, which I also watched um, the other week. And it was okay. It was fine. It wasn't anything special. Uh, it was entertaining enough. Um, and then they've got a Puss in Boots Netflix series, um, which I've not watched. Um, and there's some shorts uh, that were from the Shrek universe, like... Sh- Scared Shrekless and Shrek the Halls, and they're okay. Uh, and there's a few of the few other things as well. Um, and now they're going to do a fifth movie, apparently. Um, but do we know what it's about? In, in a couple of mo- years, no, we don't. So DreamWorks were recently bought by. Uh, I want to say it's. Uh, Was it Universal? Yeah, maybe it, it's some. Um, yeah, Universal Studios. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Universal bought DreamWorks and their their big um thing for success uh, um was I think oh, what did they say they were going to do? They were going to do what um they it was like two films I think it was potentially How to Train Dragon 3 and they were going to re- re- uh, bring back the Shrek films. And I just thought that is so, like unguided, mis- misguided as a, as a as a a theory that the way that they can bring success back is by resurrecting an old film series that has had its day. Like people didn't like the third well, film, and most you, people didn't like the fourth film. You and say I don't that. really see them doing well with a fifth film. Well, obviously they'll take um, reviews into consideration, but they'll also take profit and uh, how much they gross at the, the the cinema into account. So. Um, the first Shrek film. Now, obviously, this is over like uh, over way over a decade, so you've got to uh, understand the you know the inflation and things like that. But the first film at the box office got four hundred and eighty-four million dollars. The second one got nine hundred ninety. Uh, yeah, nine hundred nineteen million dollars. That's a lot yeah. of money. Yeah. That's the second one. The third one got seven hundred and seventy-nine million dollars. Mm-hmm. The fourth film got $752 million. So actually, it's still doing quite well in the cinema. So they're thinking, well, it's still bringing in money, so people are still going to go and see this, so we might as well still make them, regardless of if the reviews are bad. Um, Puss in Boots, which was like the spin-off, which obviously would already have kind of... People would be not that bothered about going to see, mainly because we think, oh, do we really, can he have his own film kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, that got $555 million right. in the box office. So obviously this right. isn't taken into consideration TV rights, uh, DVD sales or anything like that, just box office sales. So obviously Shrek 2 made uh, hundreds of millions into the billions. So there we go. 
So it's quite, still mm-hmm. quite like a lot, isn't it? Yeah. So I mean, what do you think they're going to do with this fifth film? Because there was, there was actually originally back in the day there was talks of a prequel um, of Shrek, mm. like a prequel to Shrek One. Well, I don't like that. I don't want there to be a prequel because well, it won't be because Don, uh, Eddie Murphy has talked yeah. about being signed up for it. Yeah, unless they do some terrible thing where somehow he was in his past, but blah, 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 I don't know. Some they forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, they forgot. Oh, yeah, oh, that'd be terrible. Yeah, like they knew each other when they were children. Like they, they're actually the same age, and they knew each other. Oh, some terrible thing like that. Yeah. Um, I don't like the idea of. I don't really like pre, uh, prequels that much anyway because you always know how it's going to end. So it's always yeah. going to tie up with the first one. It's like, do, do, does it have to? Yeah. Um, Basically, he lived his life as an ogre in the swamp by himself. That's all we really need to know. Um, and then, then I guess, we'll be introducing all his parents and everything. And how, I, where I mean, were that they? wouldn't necessarily be a bad thing. Well, can't they just introduce his parents now? Yeah. Was, well, yeah, but like, do we have to see a prequel for them? Oh, I see. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, is if they did a fifth film set after the fourth film, yeah, yeah. introduce his parents, maybe that would be... Yeah, that. I mean, it's odd that they've never been brought in, to be honest. Mm. considering it's all about family and offspring and children, all this kind of stuff. Um, I'm not that bothered about a third one, a fifth one. I won't be going to see it at the cinema, but I will watch, if everyone, if we, if it gets re- like really good reviews, then I will watch it the Christmas that it's put on BBC One, basically. But I, I will watch it, it. If it gets good reviews, I will go and watch it, but I just do not see it getting good reviews. But can we not have like a new film franchise like that was exactly. like the Shrek back then? Because so it's I going mean, to be this well, new thing. How to Train Your Dragon is kind of that for DreamWorks. I mean, it has the popularity, mm. it has the the, yeah. the intrigue of, of character, like really good characters. I'm surprised I mean, they never made a, a third one. Like it's taken this long to make a third one. Yeah, well, obviously they make they're taking their time. They want it to be good, so that's a really really good thing. Because um, we went to see, though you got in, we went to Annecy, didn't we? The film festival in France in Annecy. And was it How to Train Dragon Two was released early there? You could it was a premiere, wasn't it? Um, not yes. the premiere, but yeah, like it was the, the first the, time. It was an early showing of the film. Yeah. Did you see it? No. All right, so you didn't get in. Uh, I didn't try. I wanted to. I wanted to do other things more. Yeah, um, if I recall, and you only though, had a certain amount of tickets, so I I decided I wanted to go in. Uh, watch Pete Doctor talk about Inside Out. Yeah, and, yeah, we went uh, to see, that. see the short film for Big Hero Six. And but stuff if, like that. if I recall, I, I didn't get tickets for the Inside Out either, did I? That was interesting. And I ended up having to queue for like two hours to get in. But anyway, that's you, a you different there, topic. Uh, yeah, I did. I did get in. I managed to sit next to you all as well. Yeah. So yeah, that's probably another one, isn't it? We should probably talk about Anasi sometime. That'd be quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I would also like to talk about the, you know, like the kind of. I think there's an interesting story to talk about. Pixar and DreamWorks and how they have links and what happened when DreamWorks was formed and yeah. just a bit of history and stuff. I think that uh, uh, I kind of a rundown of that. Yeah, I think that would be a good uh, episode to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Want to do, want to well, do a bit of research on that. Anyway. That's the Shrek franchise. Yeah. <coughs> uh, we think it's probably a bad idea to do a fifth film, but they're doing it anyway. So there we go. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, now it is time for the news. This is the Double Barrel Show. Now it is time for the news. So the big news, we've been away for a couple of weeks, and the big news, um, uh, fittingly, last episode we talked about 
uh, we reviewed series 10 and uh, our expectations for uh, the Doctor Christmas special and beyond and since uh, then the uh, next Doctor Jodie Whittaker has been uh, announced the first ever woman to be cast as, as the Doctor um, and the internet has been in uproar uh, uh, if with with positive uh, and also negative comments and in between as well I and suppose. in between um, yeah people that are, are not sure and um, uh, just just waiting to see you know what how, whether it will work or not so so my my feeling has always been that I I was never entirely sure that it, the Doctor should be cast as a woman I've always seen the Doctor as a male. Uh, character obviously because he's always been a male character um and i um i yeah i don't know i i still don't know if it's going to work um i still wonder uh whether it's been made for creative reasons whether she has been cast uh because she is the the best person for the role um i i uh well, I still have reservations about it. But she I'm... was the best woman for the role because I think they were always going to pick a woman. So I've heard. Yes, yeah. yeah. Think... Chris Chibnall had had it in his mind to pick to pick a woman. Yeah, um, and he's obviously um, got a vision for it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's obviously got a vision. So I'm I'm of the opinion I'm I'm going to give it a chance completely. Um, um, but I, I think in in my mind my my, my thought is that. I wonder whether whether people will ever really see the Doctor, you know, when they think about the Doctor. I, I wonder if they'll ever actually see the Doctor as a woman, or whether they'll always think of the Doctor as a man first, um, and then and then uh, you know, um, and then think, well, actually, he's a woman at the moment, um, and whether whether that will yeah, like it's really only work. temporary kind of thing. Like he's yeah. a woman now, but uh, well, I'm I, I'm happy with it actually. I, I'm really interested to see what's happened because I was always tailing off Doctor Who for a long time. I know I said I really enjoyed Series 10, but generally speaking I've been kind of kind of going off it a little bit. And I do feel like this kind of gives it at least this something really new about it now that's kind of you can't be like, oh we've seen it all now what, what else can they do? Because this is going to be like it'll be completely different. And for that reason I'm really excited. Plus if they were going to make the Doctor a woman like now was the time to do it so it's kind of I'm just like yeah right okay let's just 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 do it and then see what it's like because then at least now we'll know what it is like finally instead of the whole should they shouldn't they kind of it's just like yeah we're gonna do it it was brave of them to do that to make that decision I think because they know it's going to annoy a lot of people but I'm happy it's like yeah just do it let's see what it's like let's have this new vision that the the, the new showrunner's got and it's just whatever let's just see what happens and just give it a go. I agree. I don't know if I'll always if I'll if I'll see the doctor as a woman or a man or both, whatever. But at the end of the day, it's just like whatever. Just do it. Yeah, I I agree. I think it is the right time. Like new showrunner, he's got a vision for it. He wants to do it. So yes, it, it you know it's the people have been umming and ahhing about it for you know are they ever going to do it for years? So I think it is the right time to do it. Yeah. Um, the the thing that has bothered me about the whole situation is. Um, the calling of sexism uh, across uh, oh, social yeah. media uh, against people that are either re- you know are reserved about the idea or just completely flat out against the idea, yeah. um, and it can be 
a sexist thought. Yeah, to I, I, think I, I that well, the doctor should be shouldn't be a woman. But that's only if you are of the opinion that women should not be a lead character in a in a show. Um, to think that a character should be one gender or the other is not is not sexist. And um, you know, I think I think that the social media really has you know shown its nasty side because peter davison came out as saying that he wasn't sure whether it was a good idea um and uh you know he's talked about he feels that there's a loss of role models for for uh for boys um with with the doctor becoming a woman whether that's true or not he has quit twitter over the whole situation really he he said like he wasn't sure about it, but the decision's been made, and she's a great actress, so we should give her the full support. But what people yeah. didn't hang up on was not that they hung yeah. up on the fact that he said uh, the loss of role model and the fact that he wasn't he he sort of saw the doctor as a, a uh, as man. a man like I do, yeah. and like many but many people do. But he wasn't negative, was it? Because I have I've watched the clip <clears throat> and I thought he was all right about it. Like yeah. he he was actually quite positive, and he said he was like encouraging people like that are struggling with it, like, watch it. Give it a go, yeah. Which so I'm, he was actually like, being like positive. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. was actually trying to sell it, like, just give it a go, it could be really good, we could all be wrong, like, kind of thing. Um, it's, it's so bad, it's like, it, it's just, you know... Oh, but there, there are sexist guys, I have looked at the comments, and one or two you think, but yeah, what are they saying that? But then Sometimes yeah. I think people are just saying it to kind of have a reaction sometimes. But I have seen some people where they've like... I don't get it when people are really extreme with it and they're like, it's ruined my childhood. It's kind of like, well, how has it ruined your childhood? Yeah. It's not like, it's not like doc, your, the old episodes have changed or anything. So you like, come on, like just move, just, just accept what's happened. But if it's going to work or not, who knows? But it's, I don't know. <laughs> it's also been comments of like, you know, men who are not, um, who are, you know, they're, it's loads of men just crying over the fact that a woman could be the lead character in a uh, in a show. And actually, there's been many women that I've seen comments of saying that they're not happy with the oh, change no. either. My mum so, hates the idea. Right. Well, that, she, 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 can't, she can't actually handle it at all. She's yeah. like, oh, no, it's terrible. Like, he's a man, though. I don't get it. And he's like, he's always been a man. And she's yeah. like, I don't... And then she was like saying she doesn't mind other time lords maybe changing because they're not the main character. But she says she's not sure if this will work. But then my dad, who's a bloke, he's like, always wanted it to be a woman. So, right. you know, whatever. I mean, for me, I think my main thought is Missy was the master, but I never really saw her as the master. Like, I've, I've, I've always I thought did. she's... I, I, I did. Thought, I've always thought she's a really good character, and, and uh, Michelle Gomez has portrayed her brilliantly, but I always thought she should have been the Rani, which was this uh, Time Lord from the original series who was a woman. Thing is, they're um, not humans, though, so I don't think they should be tied down to kind of how we perceive people. Like, I don't think because it's like he's a man, I so therefore he's a man. Be. No, no, I think they should be because we're humans and we're watching a show about about aliens. Yes, but we're still humans. They're meant we're to still... be different and a bit unusual. Yeah, they are, but we still see, um, just we still see them as with human qualities we still see that and we still relate in that way that's why like when uh, we watch um uh okay for instance finding nemo so mm. in finding nemo marlin loses all his babies and his wife okay mm. apparently clownfish in that scenario what would actually happen is 
the the father clownfish would become a uh, would change sex and then um have more babies with with its offspring right right imagine if they'd done that in finding nemo <laughs> right yeah. But it, people would have lost their minds, and rightly so, because when we watch Finding Nemo, we're seeing fish, but we're also seeing humans, and th- and I think that's that's the thing. That's what oh, people are saying, forgetting yeah. is that we're human beings. Like we can we can say, however much that they're time lords, and yes, they are in our brains, but they're also really humans. They're like ninety percent humans, ten percent time lords in our brains. Yeah. So I'm not saying that you know that means that they shouldn't change sex. What I'm saying is, for me, Missy. I've never, I've, I've always been, I've always found it difficult to see her as the master. And bringing them both together in the last couple of episodes of the last series, it kind of helped to solidify the idea. But it, but I don't think that should be what solidifies the idea, like bringing together two different. Yeah, but, I mean, it's pretty, but it was a new thing though to get your mm. head around. But I actually ne- never had a problem with Missy. I, from the right. beginning, I was just like, oh yeah, okay. And that's the, the thing. And there's, there's so many different opinions at the moment. But I don't think people should be like shouting at each other and saying you're no. this or you're that. It's like no. people are just having different opinions, and that's fine. And and I think like I'm I'm always excited for a new uh, series of Doctor, a new writer, a new um, a new Doctor. Um, and I'd I felt like Peter Capaldi's come to a good kind of finishing point. Um, so I'm excited for the change. Whether it's going to work uh, is just something we're going to have to see. And and she's a good actress. I've really liked her in Broadchurch. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just sort of reserving judgment now um, yes. to see what happened. But uh, honestly, people, pe- people just need to stop um, being Shouting. nasty about it. And yeah, on all sides. Accept that other people have opinions and uh, that just because you think somebody, a character, should remain the same uh, sex isn't uh sexist it's just a uh, an opinion it's just and the thing is if it doesn't work and the dynamics don't work and they think oh well next time you know that she regenerates uh, it'll be a, a male actor again it's not like people will be like see so you've ruined doctor who but it's like not really i mean you'll mm. always remain that kind of crazy interesting thing that happened to the character one time like you can now re- you know in few a few incarnations time like i used to be a woman like it'd be kind of like a kind of a funny sort of quirky element just to add to the character's history I don't know I think it's kind of an inter- funny interesting kind of quite a funny Doctor Who thing to do I don't know I, I'm well, fine like one of the oh, that guy that the Doctor shoots in uh, uh, Hellbent oh yeah yeah the, the and he becomes a um, a black woman yeah um, he goes from a white man to a black woman and she I think apparently I don't remember this but I was I was looking through like a history of female Time Lords and apparently she says like Ooh, I've, I've, that was the first, that was the only time I've ever been a man. Yeah. So yeah, it could just be a one-off thing. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's for many. I think to be honest, I think in three years' time we will be looking back, and I think there's still going to be as many div- divisive opinions on it. Yeah, probably. I think some people that are excited about it will think it didn't work, and some people that thought it didn't work yeah. will be thinking people move teams a little bit yeah so we'll just have to see but it yeah. just it makes the whole conversation interesting and something to look forward um, to as well yeah positive or negatively at least something new's happening to doctor who but just as a side i would say it's a it's something it's something new something fresh and it could work it might not 
But really, at the end of the day, it's only ever going to work if the writing is good. Oh yeah, and the and budget and everything. There's there was an an interesting article I read where it talked about it was talking about identity. Um, the subtitle of it was "Identity Trumps Quality," and how there was some he the writer was saying how he'd read somebody who said I haven't I, you know I haven't watched Doctor Who for years because of the declining quality, mm. but I'm definitely going to start watching it again now. And it's like it was like well, you know, you've got no reason to think that the quality is going to get any better. Unless he's aware that the writer's changing, um, so why why is it that you're starting to watch it again? And that how actually really whoever the Doctor is is a very small slice of the pie. Oh, if yeah. the writing's not good, it's 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 not gonna. Um, not Definitely. Gonna Definitely. Having said that, I was never I've never really been a big fan of Colin Baker or Sylvester McCoy as the Doctor, and I don't know whether um, I always that, think that probably didn't help. He looks the part, ended. though, I think. Who it, does? You know when I see stills of Colin Baker, I always think he looks the part. Somehow. About his I face and everything. He, he was given a terrible costume and... Yeah, it should have... I like the jacket, but it should have been darker. Like, it should have just been, like, you know, like... I don't know, a bit like a bit like the colour of Matt Smith's first jacket. But yeah, long. Maybe. He suited the shape of it and everything, but just mm. it needed to be a bit long. Like, you know what I mean? A bit like the costume for the one uh, where it was like he, the one in Victorian England uh, with the Cybermen, and it was a Christmas special. And there was a guy that said he was a doctor, oh. but he wasn't a doctor. Oh, he should yeah. have been wearing something like that. Yeah, maybe. But I think he looked the part. He looked quite heroic, like the hero kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's that, I suppose. Yep. Um, yeah, so we'll just have to wait and see, really. Um, on that On that note. So, uh, what else has happened since we've... Um, well, uh, my favourite programme of all time, Star Trek, the new Star Trek Discovery series, has a release date, which is the 24th of September. So, not long at all until that starts streaming oh, wow. on Netflix. That's really new. That's really yeah, uh, they've released a trailer and it looks very, very good in my opinion. I think fans are a bit upset about the show, only because it's meant to be set 10 years before the original series and looks nothing like the original series. But apart from that, everybody's really positive about it. It looks very good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and that's uh, 24th September. But it's not going to all stream at once. It's going to stream uh, an episode every week. Right. So, whatever. But yeah, that's fine. So yeah, 24th September. And I'll probably, that's no exciting. doubt, do a first impressions review. Um, when that happens. Yeah, that'll be... Uh, I'm, I'm excited for that as well. I'm still slowly working my way through The Next Generation. What well, have you been watching it? Uh, like one every month, maybe. All right, so you're still on like series one then? Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. No. no, I'm 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 slowly going through them. I think when when it gets better, I'll probably start going quicker. It really just shows its age, doesn't it? That first series. Yeah. Um, but, but that's okay. I'll just go through it, them slowly. Yeah, honestly, once you get to series three, it just yeah it picks up a bit. Mm. Well, quite a lot. Uh, Disney had um, a conference where they talked about different films that are coming up soon and they announced a new Pixar movie uh, which doesn't have a title at the moment but it's like a suburban fantasy um, film where it follows two brothers um, in a world that is populated by sort of magical creatures like trolls and um, uh, things like that uh, where magic has been forgotten about uh, and technology has taken over because technology is easier to learn than magic um, and I think it involves the brothers trying to sort of learn magic for, for some reason. It's by uh, Dan Scanlon, who uh, directed the uh, uh, 
Monsters Inc. prequel, Monsters University, uh, which I actually really enjoyed. I really thought that even though I wasn't that big a fan of Monsters University as an idea, it was actually a very good movie. Um, so I'm uh, quite happy, quite looking forward to uh, that idea. And, and it's a brand new film, it's not a sequel, uh, which Pixar are doing a lot of at the moment. So, so that's exciting. Mm. I feel like there was another piece of news I wanted to I Well, I have another one where I think it's been in the, the pipeline for a while, so I don't think it's super new, but it's just been confirmed by Netflix. And that's uh, McGroining, who obviously did um, ah. uh, The Simpsons, the creator of The Simpsons of Futurama, is now developing a fantasy comedy for Netflix. And they've commissioned 20 episodes, I think. That's so obviously good. they're confident that it's going to be good. Well, I mean, it's got his name to it. Mm. So they'll be more willing to spend money because usually they only do about ten episodes, if that, for yeah. animation. So if we're going for twenty, well, it'll be over two series. But yeah, all oh, right. I thought it was going to be twenty for a first series. No, but I mean, oh, okay. you know, they're still ordering twenty, so it's it's almost like one. Yeah, series, isn't it? So it's going to be like Future Armor, but it's going to be fantasy. Yeah. So, yeah. Could be um, what was I going to talk about? Mm, no, no idea. Doesn't matter. Obviously, it wasn't important. No. 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 Okay. So, uh, that's the end of the news. Uh, uh, please uh, file your complaints about my comments about a female doctor to jamiesellisthwaite at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, that is it's a, rubbish, uh, Ben. We're all really <laughs> angry at you. How dare you have that opinion? Of a character that you've you've known for so many years, how dare you? Uh, it's terrible. <laughs> um, yeah, that's not a real uh, email address, so don't. Um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, fine. Do send emails to that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get on with the next barrel. Speaker, speaker, last, last. It's time for part two of the double barrel show. My precious. So, um, this uh, second barrel, we're revi- I'm reviewing Cars three. Dun, 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 dun. So, uh, yeah, Cars three, uh, probably Pixar's most. Um, uh, Look for um, it's the most anticipated film yeah. they have ever made. That literally yeah. people were they couldn't wait until it was announced. Like when I saw it was announced, I was like, "Oh my word!" I ran around the house screaming, "Cars three's been announced!" It exactly. was unbelievable. People have been clamoring for yeah. the next chapter of Lightning McQueen and Mater yeah. and all the all the other cars for <laughs> for years. Um, <laughs> no, um, so for me. Cars has for me. Cars has always had uh, the uh, the. It's always been kicked to the curb, and I I I really like it as a film. Um, I enjoyed it when it came out, and over the years I've actually more appreciated it more and more um, as I've got older. It's just a very easy Pixar movie to watch, but it still has, in my opinion, the the level of quality of animation and character um, and story that the other the other films has got. It's by no means the best Pixar film, but it's a it's a good film and I, I enjoy it very much. Um uh Cars Two, which even when that was announced people were like, Really? Cars Two? Um 
because as I say I enjoyed it but most people weren't big fans of Cars uh, that was not a good film it was fine but it was just nothing compared to the rest of Pixar's calibre uh, and then they announced Cars 3 and um, people were even more amazed uh, Jamie what do you think of the Cars films uh, never liked them even when well, I watched the first Cars was really kind of in one of those moods where I do not want to like this film. Um, then I was I did enjoy it. I, I was like, it's very well made. Like it is very good. It's very Pixar. You can tell it's being made by Pixar. <clears throat> the mm-hmm. story is very sweet, and I did like the characters. But then at the same time, it just really bothers me that there's no people. It's like, what have they done to the people? Like, because you know that they haven't built that world by themselves. It's like they've just. It's like they've all got sentient kind of life and just killed us all or something I don't know I just struggle with it I always struggled with things like that as a kid as well I was always like where are all the people I don't know why it bothered me it just bothers me that there's a world full of cars I just find it weird like really weird um, I think I mean does it bother you that Toy Story they have the ability to talk and walk around and for, it does for a brief few seconds I just sort of blank that thought out of my mind like, I just accept it it's just like oh it's just magical stuff isn't it Mm. It's just, know, so it's not the same with cars. No, because Toy Story is still set in our world, though, isn't it? Like yeah. we're all there, and we don't know yeah. that they're alive. So but it kind I, of doesn't bother me. I the don't same. know. For me, I think. For me, it's. it's it, I suppose it's almost like a ch- a child's imagination. Yeah, to some degree, like cars, uh, talking. You know, kids playing around with cars, pretending that they're alive, yeah. and then also having pieces of toy you know pieces of like houses and stuff that they they plonk around and they, they, they you know they don't really think about the fact that it doesn't it doesn't really work no. um but any, anyway so cars three um i was very apprehensive about the idea but by the sounds of it to begin with i was thinking right okay they're going back to a more kind of uh more of the original film um in in the ideas presented in the in the plot and it, it, to be honest, it almost could have been called Cars 2. Like, they don't even reference... A, they don't reference a thing from the second movie. Like, it's, it's almost as if the second film hasn't even happened. Um, Lightning McQueen has been racing for years. Uh, he's been, you know, winning winning cups and he's, he's doing very well. And then all these new kind of cars come in and start to beat him. Uh, and then he has this accident. Um, and he's, he's worried that his... his future is going to go down the toilet so yeah his rusties who sponsor him they um they've been bought and this this new guy is gonna um this this new guy wants to get him up to shape for uh for the next season uh, and this this woman this female car is gonna uh is gonna train him and help him with that and it's just that the 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 um um i'm not gonna go into anything any more than that but it, it's just him training and with uh, him being trained by this this female car and um, uh, yeah and and looking back on his career and feeling like maybe he's maybe he's had his time and being not sure about that uh, and it's surprisingly uh, emotional and and thought provoking and very similar in a sense to the first film uh, in its themes of winning and taking part and um, and and what you see is important. Um, and uh yeah it, it just very very much in line with the with the first film very beautiful i mean the second film um however 
sort of you know however bad the quality was to some degree the animation was was spot on the worlds were gorgeous and the third film just continues that with these these amazing uh, vistas that you see of America um, and just just really really gorgeous gorgeous movie uh, there are some there are some bits in the middle that get a bit dry get a bit stale where I'm not as invested where he's being trained um, and a few of the little bits uh, which make me feel as though it's not as tight as the first film but no. it, it does have a very similar kind of. Um, it, it it basically fo- it follows a lot of the second, this the first film, but expands upon it. And I think for that reason, it, it's a good sequel, but it's not it's not as good as the first one. It's it's sort of how I see Toy Story two to Story Toy Story one. Toy Story two, there are parts of the movie that are better than the first film, but as an overall package, it's not as good. And I think that's the same with Cars three. Um, but but yeah, I would recommend it for people for people who like the first film. Um, I I would recommend it for for one watch at least. It, it's it's good, um, good for that. I think. Do, do you think you'll ever watch it, Jamie? Uh, I'm not going to make much of an effort to go out my way to watch it. I don't think it just doesn't appeal to me. Really, mm. it's just that's just that's just me. Um, I always see it as like they just did it to sell some toys, really. Um, I know yeah. John Lasseter really likes cars. Yeah, I think I think you might be right there. Really, I, I think the second film came out because they want because they knew that the merchandise would be insane. Yeah. Uh, but this film at least has, I feel, a better story and more, uh, more more to it. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I always watch every Pixar movie regardless. So, yeah. So for me, it was a no brainer, but. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. I think, and I think kids will like it. That's that's the other thing is, um, it's a, it's a it's a good family film to go and watch. Um, and by the sounds of the reviews, better than the Emoji Movie. But uh, that's only the, the reviews for that have only just started coming in. So, right. um, Captain Underpants has got good reviews though, so I'm looking forward to seeing that. So maybe that would be a better choice. I don't know. Yeah, we will see. Have to see. We but will anyway, see. Barrels out of ten. Uh, Cars three. Oh, um, I would give. So let me think. What's the ratings? So five is average. Six is okay. Is that what we say? Yeah. Seven is good. Eight is. No, I feel like I feel like seven. Seven is good. Is seven good? Yeah. Okay, I will give. Cars three, seven. What's what's eight? <laughs> what's eight? I don't know. I can't remember each individual one, but like obviously, ten's absolutely masterpiece. So nine was very decent, like very very good. Like go and see it. Very decent. <laughs> very decent. <laughs> very decent. So eight's like. Yeah, so nine. Yeah, so eight, so it's great, isn't it? Good is eight. I don't know. I can't remember what our scoring system was. I'll give it seven. Seven barrels. So I'd a guesstimate. I'd probably. I if I was with you, I'd probably say six point five. 
I've never seen it before, but that's probably what I'd go for. Because you can't it, just give a barrel yeah, score. I can't. If you no, like you it, can't. if you like it, then I can predict that I would have liked it, but been defiantly giving it a slightly lower score because I don't like right. the idea of it. Well, that doesn't affect the the, the barrel score. I think we should uh, affect the barrel. No, okay, we won't do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't. You've not seen it. Um, yeah, seven barrels. Okay, I, I, I'm going to give it seven barrels for cars. Yeah. 17. This is when we're like 80 years old. Yeah. Can't believe they're still making these flipping cars movies. <laughs> oh, and they're going to they're do another spin-off. Like, do you, remember, do you know the Planes movies? Oh, no. But that isn't even done by Disney. Uh, no. Pixar, sorry. It's yeah. done by Disney, some other studio, isn't it? They're doing another one of those, but set in space. So it's space shuttles and everything. Yeah, maybe. Oh, in fact, yeah. that's probably the title. Shuttles. Sh- shuttles. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, goodness. Right. Right, then. Well, that wraps up another episode of the Double Barrel Show. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for listening to us. Yeah. Thank um, you. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll give you hypothetical cookies. Yeah. If you, if, you, what, if you listen. And we'll see you next time. For another fun-filled adventure. When we're going to be discussing Dunkirk, Baby Driver, and I can't remember what the other thing was that we're going to talk about. Well, we didn't we didn't decide, Jamie. We haven't decided yet, but we do we will talk about those two films at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So t- take care, everybody. Bye, All everyone. The best. Bye. 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 Bye, Ben. Bye, Jamie. Bye. Bye now. Bye now. You've been listening to the Double Barrel Show with Ben Bernard Smith and Jamie Sellers Thwaites. To find our next episode and previous episodes, find us on SoundCloud, benbonesmith.com or jstma.tumblr.com.